flag a wrong point when I step in Signs in the air for the gang that you're repping Don't get brave when I'm stepping in the rave If you show my love, everything's okay So if you're alive, you're brave to have fun in If there ain't girls in the place, we ain't coming Middle finger up to the Jake, stepping in with the gang Please tell the police they can't come in Show me a salute, that's gang Pure love for the crew, that's gang Don't chat shit if you ain't gonna bang Just show man a sign if you're down for the gang Show me a salute, that's gang Pure love for the crew, that's gang Don't chat shit if you ain't gonna bang Just show man a sign if you're down for the gang Welcome back, Juventini, to the Juventini Tab Back to Black and White podcast. I'm Daniel Negro, live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. This is our fourth episode, and uh, today we're hoping to cover the preview for Juve Milan. And um, I have a special guest today. Uh, I think he's pretty well known in the WhatsApp group that we all are a part of, and uh, someone I've always had on the list when I decided to start podcasting. Uh, again, we're back to video. Uh, I just decided to make sure that everyone who came on was comfortable. So for the last two guests, they preferred not video, which is, again, not a big deal. And today we're, we're back. Obviously, uh, my guest has a pretty nice Champions League jersey on right now. And um, <laughs> before I bring him on, though, if I just could ask you guys, please, if you could subscribe, smash the subscribe and drop a like if you're on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, rating and rate a five-star if you wish and drop a comment. And again, Spotify, same thing. Subscribe to all. That would help me out a lot. And if you could retweet this whenever I have this uh, posted on Twitter, uh, that would also help me greatly to get more people to view the, the the content as well as get more guests on. So, and obviously to, you know, educate as many fans as we, we can. So I have a... Again, like I said, a special guest. Without further ado, uh, someone that I've been talking to, like I would say, for a pretty long time since I guess the start of the WhatsApp group. Rafa, how are you doing, man? Welcome to the hey, show. Man. Thanks, thanks for having me here. Uh, it, it's great to be here, uh, to be one of your first guests. I'm I'm honored because of the invitation. I hope that my English isn't. Uh, as bad as uh, sometimes can be, but uh, uh, I hope we get along. No, I, no problems over here, man. I think uh, you're doing well for, as, so far. So, yeah, like I said, it's uh, about Juve. And uh, like you said, it was your first, you told me it was your first podcast. So, you know, kind of a tradition that's been going around. Obviously, Al has started from all Juve cast, but I uh, just want to know how you became a Juve fan. Well, uh, I started being a, a Juve fan when I was very young. I think it was like uh, sometimes between 95, uh, the 95 season. Uh, I was young and I always have uh, had a, uh, or have a, been a huge fan of, of football. Uh, my dad is uh, a big fan of football. We used to watch uh, lots of games together, uh, Mexican League, uh, European League. So... Since I was a kid, I remember our weekends uh, watching football. And uh, one of the, uh, at the time, one of the leagues that uh, they showed uh, most in Mexico 
what the, was the Italian league. So I fell in love watching every weekend uh, that Juve team that was amazing. Uh, my, my dad became a fan, uh, a Juve fan after because I was so, uh, uh, showed so enthusiasm uh, about Juve. So now he's a big fan. He watches every game. So, uh, but we don't have like a background there. We have a, uh, I have an Italian family. My mom uh, has, uh, for, from my mother's side, we have family at Verona, at the Veneto, but uh, they don't, they don't cheer Juve, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of them hate, hate Juve, but uh, I became a, a Juve fan and I've been since that, uh, that years. So here we are. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm guessing since you're from Monterrey, are you a Monterrey fan or not really? Are you? No, not really. I I've been living here in Monterrey for ten years now, but I'm from the uh, center of Mexico, uh, uh, the state of Guanajuato. I'm a fan of a, a team called León. Uh, it's a okay. pretty cool, uh, cool team, and I've been living here for t- like ten years now. And I I don't like Monterrey. I don't like uh, Monterrey <laughs> teams at all. But but they, their fans are pretty pretty cool, uh, pretty tight fans. Uh, they 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 love their teams. Yeah, and speaking of your last name, I was that's something actually. Before I forgot to ask you, I was gonna say uh, your last name sounds very Italian. So and you said Verona as well, which is coincidentally I have a well, my mom's cousin is uh, there. His family lives there, but they're a bunch of Lazio fans. So. <laughs> They're not really uh, Verona uh, fans, but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Getting the uh, it's pretty cordial, though I would say between them and me, um, being a Juve fan. But um, usually they make us look bad, the Lazio fans. Well, at least th- this year, it seems like they've been getting the upper hand, and we have no answer for them. So hopefully that doesn't uh, that doesn't stick uh, into the rest of this. Obviously, this restart. Hopefully, we can get the upper hand and uh, lift the scudetto. This year, but um, so we'll just we get will. into. Oh yeah, well, there we go. A positive, a positive fan. I'm kind <laughs> of the. I'm usually the negative guy, so yeah. it's good to always have someone who balances you out. <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know. But this season, I, I choose to be a positive fan, so uh, I'm trying to keep it that way. There we go. There we go. So just some uh, news quickly. Uh, I know this is the preview, but just some um, important things to touch on. Um, the Champions League, they were not sure whether they were going to play, obviously, in, in one area or another. I believe just it's been confirmed that Lisbon is going to be hosting the last eight. So the next round, obviously. And then uh, Juve is, going, is confirmed to play at home to Lyon, um, which is nice, I guess. At least they'll be able to play in our home stadium as they got to play in theirs. Kind of what, is your th- what are your thoughts on that? And obviously the Champions League is going to be in August. That's going to be something interesting, something different, and the, hopefully the season will be done by then. Yeah, that's, that's really weird having Champions League in August, but it's going to be fun having football at that times. Uh, I'm, I, I think it's pretty cool that they decided to play the next games at, at Lisbon because they, they have been coping very well with all this COVID uh, situation. So I think uh, uh, UEFA has to think uh, first in the health of the players so, and all the team personnel. So I think it's, it's a great thing. I think they can have a, a better control of the teams, players, managers, if they are all 
they all are uh, there instead of having each each team uh, at each city and traveling a lot and all that stuff. I think it's better to have them there. It's pretty cool that that our team has gets to play the the second leg against Lyon at home without the fans. It's not going to be the same, but uh, let's hope they they have that uh, mentality they showed against Inter, where I think that was one of the best games that we've seen this season. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and we'll get we'll get into that later. Actually, speaking of COVID, I just wanted to say, uh, obviously, you're a doctor. I know you were telling me before that you weren't necessarily uh, dealing with the the COVID patients, but you know, it's always nice uh, to appreciate kind of what you guys do on a daily basis, what you guys have to go through, and uh, yeah. So I just wanted to say a thank you to you, and obviously to all the frontline workers that uh, are going through are facing such tough times and. Like I was telling you earlier, it looks like in Italy, from what I've heard on a couple other podcasts, mainly Joe Rogan and and others, that they're seeming to believe that the COVID is uh, not un- not in a, not completely gone, but they're they're see- they seem to uh, not not to be finding it that often. I don't I'm like I'm, I like I said, I'm not a doctor, but um, it's. It's good to hear that. It's good to hear good news. You know, in Canada, the numbers are getting very, very small. Um, they're starting to reopen, but again, we got to just be careful. But also, hopefully, we can restart our lives, restart Serie A, restart sports, and hopefully, we can get back to uh, the way it was at least. So, yeah, thank you, Rafa. Yes, thank you, thank you, man. It has been a very weird year. And it's going to be till the end of the year or maybe until we get a, a vaccine. But yeah. uh, we have to learn to live with, with these situations and we have to start uh, living our, our new normal. But uh, let's hope uh, uh, sports uh, show us how at first and at least give us some fun and peace. And uh, let's hope uh, this all these deaths and all this bad uh, shit that's happening everywhere is slows yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I know they've been talking about uh, what they want to do in terms of if there is one case. Uh, I know they've been discussed. Well, they've said that possibly the playoff is the next uh, option and then they'd go to this, uh, what is it called? An algorithm to kind of calculate the points at the... Uh, for each team and then see who gets relegated, who gets uh, the Champions League spots, Europa League. I really hope I really hope they're not very strict on this. I know we got to keep the player safety in check, but at the end of the day, it's going to be really difficult to have all of this go on and then two weeks in, two or two rounds in, if you want to call it, one person gets uh, COVID and then they shut everything down and they go to a playoff or wh- whatever the case may be. I hope they really try and like constructively work towards, you know, quarantining the players that we have to, and then obviously continuing on because I think what a lot of people are looking to, to see is what's the, what's the, why risk it if, if we're going to essentially close down uh, as quick as they, as quick as one case would come up. So, 
I'm really hoping that we can get to finishing this season because it's, like you said, it gives hope. It brings joy to a lot of people. I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is how much people are missing to see, like when there's nothing on TV or basically you're at home, you know, how much YouTube, Netflix can you can you really handle? Oh, yeah. And how many old games can you really watch, you know, before it starts getting old? So... I think uh, hopefully we can get the season done. And uh, yeah, just your thoughts on the possible ability of. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that uh, scenario, that that first scenario that they will cancel the league if, if there's a positive case, I think that that doesn't make sense. We sure are going to get one positive case. That's the most uh, common thing that can happen. So I think that's a, like a, a little bit exaggerated uh, and as you say why, why go on with the league if you're gonna cancel with uh first case I, i think you have to put that guy put that positive case out and keep playing with the the rest of the players uh that's gonna be difficult but uh imagine if we get uh like divala or yeah uh, the light yeah but uh, that's gonna hurt well, that's gonna hurt <laughs> yeah, yeah that's gonna hurt but uh Uh, that's what we are exposed to so it, it it's the same for every team so i Makes think sense. uh the the season should go on uh i i'm not uh very fond of that uh playoff stuff uh here in mexican league we have that that playoff stuff we, we don't right. have like a, a regular season uh so every almost every team can be a champion in the next season uh from uh 20 teams that we're gonna have 12 can can go to the playoffs imagine that so it doesn't make sense to have a, a season if if 12 uh, teams are gonna be able to uh, compete for the championship so i'm not very fond of that you're not uh in a season you have to award the, the regular team the thing that uh, do the or did the best thing uh, along the season not the the one that did the best in the four or five games uh, of the final season so I think uh, uh, I, I'm not uh, okay with that play of uh, stuff. Yeah, and then you look at it. I know there's been a lot of discussion on other podcasts that I've been listening to, and it's like, what happens if, let's say, we have we we play four weeks and Juve builds a lead, or Lazio builds a lead, or if it's close, you know, if let's say you have like a nine point or a six point gap. And then you call the season and you don't award the champ because if it goes to the algorithm, there's not going to be a champion, right? So yeah. that would be very unfortunate. Um, but yeah, no, I think they've just been so, the Italian league and the Italian government has been so, uh, there's been so That's many questions. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's not very healthy for obviously the players and then the, the 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 organization because you don't know what's going to happen they barely knew what time these games were going to these Coppa Italia games are going to be and it's I think they just got sorted out today um which is just unbelievable but uh you look at you know not come not having a system in place to say okay we're gonna like you said we're gonna take a player away or they can quarantine for 14 days and then the rest of the team to not have that set up from the beginning really i'm still not confident in like obviously i'm positive because i want the, the league to continue but i'm really not confident in the italian league being like hey 
there's one case or there's five cases of spread that we're going to, and like you said, everyone's going to be affected. So it's not like there's some advantage if Dybala goes down or if uh, Lautaro goes down or whoever, right? Immobile goes down with, with Corona. But, and how I see it as well is, like I've said multiple times, what happens if you can't restart now, then what makes everyone think that we can restart in September, right? Because that's, that's yeah. again, when flu season starts up again, is into the fall. And who knows, there could be a spike then. So I think we're just going to have to start living with this and finding ways to mitigate, uh, obviously, people that are uh, going to be more affected by it being, obviously, older, older uh, uh, people and, obviously, uh, people with pre-existing conditions which still seems to be generally the main cases. Uh, but something that made me a little sick was hearing that Tonali was uh, going to be going to Inter for $30 million. What are your thoughts on that one? Uh, well, that's been uh, a hot topic at, at the chat, the multiple chats this week. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't watched him a lot, so I... I, I get all the hype that we have around him, like he, he's going to be the next generation star, rising star, and everybody's so hyped. But uh, I, I have my doubts not about him, but uh, about all the hype, uh, because that's what we have been doing with all the Italian prospects. Every guy, uh, you know, Mattia <laughs> De Silio was going to be the next Maldini and stuff like that. So I, I, I'm trying to lower my expectations with all these guys. Berna, who I'm, whose jersey I'm wearing now, has uh, turned the, the, my expectations <laughs> really down. So uh, I, I think uh, for the three, four games that I have watched and, and some video, some footage, I think he's really good, but he's not like a, a star right now. I think Juve is, is aiming higher right now, someone who can solve our problems in a bigger way right now. Even uh, he, he would be an upgrade to our, our midfield. Our midfield is, is a joke right now, but he would be an upgrade. Uh, but uh, I don't know if he would be the game changer. We need to step up at the UEFA Champions League or stuff like that. Uh, uh, I think we need proven players there. Uh, yeah. We don't know how uh, being at the spotlight right now would affect him. Uh, how would he uh, develop uh, at a team that is playing like three times a week uh, in Champions League? at the league and if, if he has a bad game at, at Brescia nobody says anything if he has a, if he gets a bad game at uh, Juve he will be trashed every day so I think uh, we have to be cautious there no uh, no doubt he's a, a top talent every other guys who, who have watched him tell me every day that is the one we must have but uh, right now uh, I like uh, other players that I think are a little more proven there. Uh, if we were talking about Italian prospects, I, I love uh, Saniolo, obviously. I love Castrovilli. Those guys, I think, are really great guys. And I think th those two would upgrade our team too. But uh, let's, let's hope Tonali changes his mind. I, I think Paratici isn't aiming him so, so hard. So that's why yeah. he's uh, choosing Inter too. Uh, uh, if we are realistic, if, if you... Uh, aimed for him, he would choose Juve. He would uh, go to the upper hand. And also, I think the, that uh, the midfield, Inter's midfield is, is 
a little more packed and more competition for him right now than the one that he would have here. Uh, here, Kedira uh, is on his way out. Rabiot probably is going. Pjanic too. So we only have a Benta left in Matuidi that is staying another year. But uh, it makes sense. I think that that uh, him choosing Inter is more of Juve not pushing enough, uh, and that might be uh, Paratici's and and all the the management uh, plan. So uh, if they think that it's better, uh, I think I, I'm gonna wait. Uh, what that, what, which player are they going to bring or trying to bring? Right. Right. No, that's a good point. Actually, I never thought of it like that. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think just for 30 mil, I think it's a at that price point, we're kind of like that's a steal. Yeah. And like you said, there. I just uh, there's been a lot of discussion lately on Twitter as well about uh is it real like was it really how, how much of an effect does Paratici really have or was the brains more of the operation more of Marota and it's kind of showing on kind of some of the moves that we've been making and some of the non-moves or obviously losing out to certain players but no I think I think yeah I would love to have Zaniolo I would love to have Zaniolo and Tonali and Castro really <laughs> but um you know it's going to be tough with the uh, obviously with COVID uh, dropping the revenue and um, yeah, but yeah no we'll see what happens. Obviously there's plenty of time. The transfer market I believe is going to start on September first from what's being discussed. So really we have all the time in the world to discuss who's going to come. Um, I'm not sure if you saw, yeah. but Diva, have you seen uh, Dybala's Juve ad with Adidas? It's unbelievable. I if you haven't checked it. Definitely no, go. Definitely go on Instagram, or I'm pretty sure it's on all the platforms. But yeah, it's if you if you want to get hyped up for tomorrow, definitely go check out that video. It's uh, it's pretty cool that how they how they set it up. And uh, that that aired today. Yes, yeah, I think they just posted like all the all of the uh, UVA Adidas. Everybody posted it, so it's it's. I'm surprised. I'm surprised no one posted it in the WhatsApp group. From, I'm surprised because once things go on, once things flow, it hits that group instantly. So yeah, yeah, they they've been worried more. Uh, they've been more worried about the the Adidas shoes, the sneakers, right? <laughs> well, we will definitely we will definitely get into that later on. We will definitely get into that. But something that did come that was launched today was the. Uh, I'm not sure if you're a big gamer or not, but uh, the PS5 was launched. And it's uh, back to black and white. So, Juve Sony sponsors a la, a la 90s, <laughs> Sony mini disc. <laughs> and that might be confirmed in the in the next couple of months. No, that would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, I know it's a beauty yeah. of a machine. Can't wait for it. But looks unbelievable, the stuff they're doing uh, with gaming uh, these days. I watch it. I, I haven't always been a, like a, a big gamer. Because uh, I don't know, I, I think I don't have the abilities for that, and I always get frustrated. But I, I, I have a right now. I have an Xbox One, but uh, like it's been unused like uh, for the last six months because uh, I've been stumbled with work and the kids yeah. and stuff like that. So, uh, but I, I, I've heard great things about that that new console. Uh, maybe I can give it to me as, as an early birthday yeah, present. 
they they showed like the M like go check it out like they showed the NBA 2K like obviously I know it's just a video but like it was almost you were like you were looking at a player face to face it was it was crazy it was crazy so the technologies they're coming out with is unbelievable um but uh something that uh sure didn't surprise me was uh Balotelli uh, acting the way as usual and getting kicked out of uh, getting kicked out getting kicked out of uh, practice at Brescia. So uh, basically confirming what Chiellini uh, was uh, talking about in his book. Did you have any thoughts in, on his book? I know it's been a little bit of time, but uh, what, what were your I, thoughts I, about what Chiellini had to say? I, um, I, I don't know. I, I think... Um, uh, I don't. I don't think uh, it was like a, a big deal. All the stuff he's saying there, uh, it's not like uh, we wouldn't imagine that would that would be real. But uh, I think he should have waited until uh, he wasn't playing uh, anymore. Uh, he should. I, I think all these players that released like uh, their autobiographies, autobiographies, uh, when they are still playing, it doesn't make sense to me because uh, man, you you haven't finished what you. You've been doing so. Wait, uh, Icardi published one like yeah. two years ago, two or three years ago. He was like 25. Man, what, what can you say in a biography there? Uh, so I, I think he should have waited. The timing wasn't the the ideal, but uh, I, I don't. Uh, I think everybody was making a a big deal Thank about you. it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think uh, that's uh, stuff that uh, wouldn't go out uh, in the future and. And we all know Balotelli, Melo are players, are difficult players, and everybody, a lot of people have said that before, so it's not like a, a surprise. He's not telling that uh, Dybala is a, a, a bad player or so, stuff like that. Uh, nah, I, don't, I don't think that's, uh, that's a big deal. I haven't read it. I uh, hope uh, I read it soon, but uh, uh, I'll, I'm, I think I, I almost read it because of, of all the comments uh, I've read on the internet. Yeah, I definitely want to find. I can't seem to have found it online, but I think I'm going to check his Instagram and uh, definitely pick up a copy because I really need to see kind of how accurate the translations were. And uh, obviously, there were only excerpts, I believe. So maybe those were yeah. the only ju maybe those were the only juicy parts. But uh, you know, someone who's always really uh, is the the king of criticism seems to be praised the most. Yeah, and the guy, the man that I'm talking about is Sami Khedira. Now, Sari apparently just recently said he's the player of extraordinary reliability and human and football intelligence. Obviously, Allegri's made obvious lots of comments about how great of a player he is, how smart of a player he is. What do you think about what all these coaches have to say about Sami Khedira, the six million dollar good servant? <laughs> well, I. Uh, uh... Obviously, I, I'm not uh, okay having Kedira do it at this time. I, I think he, he should have left like one or two years ago. But uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I think they're, they're right. Uh, he always has been a, a really intelligent guy. The guy, if, if you look at the, the games, he's always there. Uh, that's why he misses all, all those hitters, because he, he usually <laughs> is where he should be. Uh, but uh, his fitness, man... Uh, he doesn't run a lot. Uh, he he doesn't go back. Uh, so I think uh, he's not the player. And uh, maybe 
he can be a good backup player, a player, uh, uh, but not a uh, for the first lineup. Uh, he, he's he's really intelligent. He has been at great teams, had a great coach, uh, uh, a big uh, uh, a big guy at his NT. So I think he's really good, but he's not at his prime, obviously. So he should aim for like a the MLS or stuff like that right now. What? Where he get praised, he will get praised, and he won't have to compete at this big level that he isn't fit uh, for now. Yeah, I don't understand. I guess the coaches aren't really looking when he forgets to mark a man and he goes into the and they go into the box and score. I don't, I don't know. I'm guessing the coaches are missing those moments because I've seen them on multiple occasions where he's just like doesn't have the legs, doesn't have the care, yeah. and just lets the yeah, guy yeah, run yeah. back open into our own box and it's like, well. I'm not making this. I'm not making this shit up. So, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he's going to be in the starting lineup. But we'll get to that. Um, Marco Sorari, another piece of news. Uh, looks like he's going to be an addition to the club management. So that's a that's nice. He's coming back to the club. And you know, an, another questionable thing: when the hell are we going to sign DiBala? Because it just seems like this saga is going on and on and on. And now he did his interview with CNN. Uh, talking about uh, not wanting to leave. I know they touched on the uh, a lot about the George Floyd incident and stuff like that, but they also discussed him not wanting to leave Juve last year, and uh, it seemed like he was trying to push the club to make a move because he had said that there had been no contacts prior to the interview. And, uh, yeah, so just what are your thoughts on Dybala and... I heard they're talking, the club wants to sign him for about 10 mil. I have heard he's wanted 12 or 15. Obviously, this is all, you know, the tabloid. So who knows what's true and who knows what isn't. But what do you think? Obviously, we have to sign him. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. But... yeah that's obvious. Uh, I, uh, I have followed Divalia since his time at Palermo. And I, I, I think he has been like a... The signing that uh, got me more hyped since uh, we got back from Serie B. Uh, I love that guy. Uh, I lost a little faith uh, last year, last year because he looked like he he wasn't in there. He he wasn't uh, feeling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Allegri effect, uh, Allegri effect last season almost on every guy. Yeah. But he looked lost. He looked lost. He he looked like he don't didn't want to be here. But uh, now he looks different. Mm-hmm. I, I think this season he uh, recovered that hunger, uh, mm-hmm. that fire, and it looks every time uh, when he enters the pitch. Uh, you know that every time he gets the ball, he's gonna do something really good. Uh, let's hope this t- translates or uh, shows in the important matches like the one from t- uh, of tomorrow or uh, in Champions League. That I, I think that's where we have been missing that kind of uh, of showing the most. I'm glad uh, that he is talking to. I think he is right to push the management uh, after what happened last year, uh, last summer, that we were pushing him out. I don't think we were pushing him in a, like a, in a football kind of way. Uh, everybody knows that he's a great player, but uh, I think it was all about the, the money, uh, and which is very important right now. Uh, I think yeah. it's... Uh, most important for uh, thing for our man- for management and every management uh, in other teams. 
So I think that was all about. Uh, they didn't want to sell him probably, but uh, they were pushing because they needed the money. But now that we got stuck with him, uh, it's a blessing in disguise, right? Uh, uh, I think we need to get him uh, here for a long time and build a, a team around him, get him uh, the players he need to, we need to build around him. Cristiano is, is leaving in a season or two, and uh, we, we have to prepare for the next year. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that thirty million. Ho- ho- hopefully, hopefully the Ronaldo fan boys don't catch on to that one. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah, I know it's funny just because you look at how easy we give extensions to all these aging players, and now it seems like it takes forever to sign. Uh, well, in my opinion, our best player on the team. So, yeah, it's very. It's been. It seems like it's been like a year and a half. But uh, anyways, enough of the news. Um, the Juve Milan semifinal of the Coppa Italia, which will be sponsored by Coke. Uh, hopefully that helps the league uh, in, in terms of revenue. Uh, that's I think it's an important pickup as a sponsor. Uh, it seems to have been confirmed, obviously, 9 p.m. local time in uh, Torino. And uh, for me, it'll be at 1 p.m. mountain time, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, and obviously 2 p.m. Central time where you're located. Uh, yep. Rafa, so let's just talk a little bit about how uh, last season ended. Some notable fixtures, obviously. Lyon lost. We lost Lyon 1-0, which I still couldn't believe. I looked at, I looked, I thought we drew for some reason. And I, I went to go after the long no. layoff of not playing. I went and looked back and I'm like, we lost? Oh, my God. I, I put Man. that one in the back. I put that one in the trash bin of my memory, so... So we lost 1-0. Um, obviously, the Milan-Coppa Italia semifinal first leg, 1-1 draw, which was not didn't look very good. And then uh, we beat Merda uh, 2-0 without fans, and we looked like a completely different team. So kind of what, did, what do you expect going forward, and kind of how did you see where we finished off uh, before the, obviously, COVID shut everything down? Yeah. I was I was looking back uh, to all, all those three games that you just mentioned, and now that you say that uh, you thought we we <laughs> draw that game, man, we were lucky not to be True. like two or three True. goals behind. Yeah, that was one of the most uh, horrendous presentations from uh, our team in this season. Uh, that that day we looked lost. Uh, Rabiot had an awful, horrible game. Uh, almost everybody. Uh, but uh, well, uh, one goal, and and we had like a, a home advantage that it's gonna be isn't gonna be like that uh, that game. Uh, we were very lucky not to get a uh, another two or three in the back because we played a, a really bad game. Uh, almost every guy at the field looked like lost that game. There wasn't fire there. There wasn't anybody fighting that game uh, so it was very lucky and i'm really confident that uh, w- uh we're gonna turn the table in that game uh, uh, the same thing uh, almost the uh, same copy or, or exact copy we saw at the uh, game against milan uh, an awful performance too uh, that was horrible uh teo was uh doing nightmare was a really nightmare for our players uh, yeah. thank god he he won't be uh, available for the next game. I, I think uh, that game, uh, tomorrow game, we should win uh, easily. If, if you look at the 
at the both teams. They they lost Ibra, they lost Samu Castillejo, right. they lost uh they lost Teo, which probably are their most regular players, their best players. So I think uh we should be fine there. Uh, I think uh this all this COVID uh, situation uh, may have helped Sari to rethink uh, and to watch. I hope he watched a lot of tape uh, about what we we're doing wrong because there's a lot of things that he needs to get fixed, but uh, I hope uh, he's doing it right now. And uh, the the thing right now is that we don't we don't know what team we're going to to see tomorrow. We can watch like a, a very first half like we saw against Napoli uh, at the fir- uh, at the first round uh, yeah. or a disheartening team like both uh, games against Milan or Lyon or most of the season. But uh, I, I hope uh, we uh, the lineup that that we are planning to use. I, I think it's the best lineup that we can we can use at the moment. So I, I think uh, we have uh, all set to go to the final uh, in an easy game. Obviously, Milan are gonna play part. Uh, their yeah. midfield isn't as bad as as we think. Uh, but I, I think we should win without any any setbacks. Obviously. Or probably a la Juve, uh, like uh, one goal, one one last minute goal, or one goal with all our guys defending at the back. But let, well, let's see what happens. Well, before we get before we get into predictions or anything like that, yeah, like you like you said, I think we were pretty lucky in that one-one game in the first leg of this uh, semifinal, yeah. and I think it's uh, yeah, who knows what we're gonna see. We were talking, I was talking to Adal last podcast, and. I think even in general for the season, I think it's going to be very difficult. And like the first three games are going to kind of see who's in shape, who's not, um, who gets injured, stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, we don't know who's going to come out of the blocks sprinting and who's going to be coming out of the blocks crawling. So I think uh, for us, it's kind of tough too, because you look at Sari as a coach and you know, I kind of wanted to give him time at the beginning of this season, and it seems like he just gets very stubborn with his formation and kind of how he wants to play. And kind of having the players we have not being able to, you know, you ha- having to put Cuadrado on right back and having to play the midfielders we have to, obviously, some of the injuries. Some of the injuries, I think, are kind of a, a timing thing. You know, you look at Chiellini, you look at Ramsey, you look at um, Iguain. I think a lot of it is being the layoff, you know, yeah. and obviously guys that are nagged by injuries usually. So, uh, but let's let's look at the formation. So, it uh, looks like Juve is going to be going with the 4-3-3. Obviously, Buffon in net, which is nice to see. Nice. Um, Alexandro, Delict, Bonucci, Cuadrado, no surprise there. Um, in the midfield, though, we're going to have Matuidi, Bentancur, and Kadira. Also, there's been news that it could be Pjanic, and maybe Pjanic is in the holding role. So I guess we're going to have to wait and see till tomorrow when the uh, the lineup comes up on, on screen. And and for up front, Ronaldo, obviously Dybala in the false nine. And I think Costa's going to play up top or on the right side, so... That'll be interesting. Obviously, no Iguain, so they had to call up a youth player as a forward because we're lacking in that area. Yeah, and pro- I, I'm amazed. Uh, you say Sari has been a, a real stubborn, and we we known that uh, 
for years, but uh, <laughs> probably that that amaze, what amazed me the most is that uh, nobody can predict uh, a correct lineup, even if Sari is uh, that stubborn. We we have been changing lineups uh, a lot, and when we said this guy's gonna play, then Sari changes that. Dybala's gonna start. Dybala doesn't start, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I think the the three up front are locked for the game tomorrow. The four at the back too, and the the mid the midfield obviously is our biggest question as all the last two seasons. Yep. Uh, I think uh, Benta is is going to be there. Uh, probably Matuidi too is fi- is a fi- uh, a pro- uh, the most probable, and I think uh, Kabira or Pjanic uh, are gonna probably dice their uh, so, to see who is gonna who is gonna start, I would like to see Pjanic there, uh, get him like a, a boost of confidence there, like yeah. a, probably a last a last call, a last wake up call. Uh, Sorry, has been saying this week a, a lot of things about him. Uh, he's a great player, but he can have like four, five, six games, uh, terrible games. Uh, probably all those uh, come from fatigue and playing almost every every game, but. Uh, that should have been addressed by Sari. He didn't, but uh, 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 he's now rest. He, he should come fresh. And let's see if, if he can give us the, those games that we saw at the start of the season, uh, uh, of the of this season where he was playing uh, really good games. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I, th- I think at the end of the day, though, as much as I don't want to see Kadir in the lineup, we have to start rotating these, these yeah. squads because... They're just going to be playing like crazy, like every three days, and we're going to have to really try and get the most. And I think, I think what it's going to come down to at the end of the day is who wins the trophies. Maybe not obviously the Coppa Italia, but who wins the Scudetto and who wins the obviously the Champions League is who's going to be able to rotate their squad the best as well as being in form. And I think you know we're going to have to play them at some point. As much as I don't want to see them on the field, um, you know, in a, in a game like this where if we look over at Milan's roster or lineup, they're thinking of doing a 4-2-3-1. I've also heard they might be doing a 4-3-2-1, uh, so like the Christmas tree formation, where they're going to have Donnarumma and Net, Calabria on the, as left back, Romagnoli and Kair as the center backs, Conti on the right back, uh, Benasser and Kessie as the two holding players, obviously ben- Bonaventura on the left left wing, Chalanoglu as the attacking mid, Paqueta on the right wing, and then Rebic, who's a center forward up top. So, And like you mentioned earlier, Ibrahimovic obviously got hurt, so we're not going to have to worry about him. Also, he was suspended for the game anyways, so it wouldn't have mattered. And then Castellejo and uh, Teo Hernandez, who, like you said, really hurt us, are suspended. So a little bit of uh, an advantage there. But like like I was talking about the champ, like if Lyon comes out and just figures us out in a, in a one game play all play yeah. for all i mean that's the, that's the thing that i'm worried about obviously i think we're going to get the job done anyways but so kind of what do you what are you wanting to see in the game tomorrow like what are the kind of like like do you obviously unlike juve it's always usually seems to be when we want them to go play fast <laughs> it's like it the sluggish up. sluggish start <laughs> sitting back Ner- the blood pressure going up, yeah. but um, we'll see. We'll see how what what happens tomorrow. I'm I'm hoping that everyone is up for it. And yeah, uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect tomorrow. I, like uh, I, I was thinking last night, uh, hey, maybe we can see a, a great team up there and fast uh, with uh, Dybala, Ronaldo and Douglas Costa doing some magic there. But uh, then I remember our midfield and I don't think they're going to get the, the balls they need there. But uh, I'll be okay if we can control the ball. If we don't lose uh, a lot of uh, balls when when we go out uh, at our midfield, uh, Bonucci has been losing a, a lot of balls lately. Uh, the league has been covering covering for him a lot. Uh, so I hope that that stops uh, and that we don't lose that balls uh, so easy, and that our Sandro and and Cuadrado can cross the ball at least two or three times. Uh, in a in an average way, Cristiano can do the rest. Put just put the ball up there, and that guy is gonna jump and probably is gonna finish everyone exactly. winning that header. So uh, there's not much to to say there. Uh, our midfield, uh, they I think they have the the upper hand uh, from uh, Milan. The the only one uh, guy that uh, I think he's great at, at their midfield is Kessie. I always wanted him at, at Juve. He had. An amazing stint at Atalanta. I, I think he could become a, a start, but uh, a start, but like a, a, every player playing at Milan, uh, Milan is is way back now, and and they don't yeah. seem to go out of, of that uh, hole. So they're dragging all their their players down, and I think uh, Kessie needs to get out of there so to become a, a better player. Uh, but he he had a good game against us. He has been having good games against against us both with Milan and with Atalanta so I think uh, that's the battle that we have to win uh, they lost Teo they lost Samu and um, I don't think they have the, the strength to replace them uh, in, in a better way so I think we have the upper hand uh, we have the uh, score advantage so it's up to us it's, it's up to our players I'm not expecting a, a great flashy game because they're Coming back, we we all know that uh, all this sorry sorry ball needs some time to adjust, and if they haven't yeah. been played together, uh, that's gonna that's gonna show tomorrow. But uh, let's hope uh, they at least can remember what they did against Inter. Yeah, I think another thing to note is that's going to be important is there's gonna uh, there should be five subs available, yeah. and um, also the away goal does count, so we do have to be careful with that. And obviously, if the game were to end in a 1-1, then um, it would go to penalty kicks. They've scrapped the extra time just to, uh, you know, for COVID, obviously COVID reasons, right? Yeah. Kind of less playing time and, you know, to quicken the games. But, yeah, I, uh, there's been a lot of people that are saying it's going to go 1-1 and it's going to go to a PK. <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, I have no idea. I mean... I'm hoping we can get the win tomorrow. Like, I really hope, and I, I think we will get the win tomorrow, but um, I think it's going to help us because the team that's been and is able to get on the roll uh, as quick, uh, the, the quickest, obviously, we'll probably have two games before the rest of the league starts, obviously. So if we could bang out two wins, get the train moving, and then just hopefully continue on with that and and uh, just win the rest of our games. <laughs> and without getting more injuries. Exactly. Right? Because that, that's, one, that's the one that worries me a lot because we already have uh, Ramsey, the, one of the kings of muscular issues. Uh, uh, Glass knee. Not playing too much. Yeah. Uh, also, 
always worried about Douglas Costa starting the game because it seems like every time that guy starts a game, he's going to get injured. So uh, that's that's one of the things that worries me a lot because really he's a game changer too. Uh, both Dybala and, and Douglas are game changers. When we have him, we can expect that probably he, we won't show a lot, but when that guy gets the ball and starts running, you know he's going to probably do some magic. So uh, let's hope he, he doesn't get injured. Sari has to be very smart uh, with the, those subs and those rotations. And that is the thing that worries me the most this season because, as you said, Sari is stubborn and I don't think he is going to change uh, or rotate a lot, but let's hope he does. He, he should be using also our players from uh, Primavera and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I don't think uh, with the season uh, as it is uh, uh, very tight, uh, Lazio one point uh, behind, I don't think he's going to risk that a lot. So let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. So, okay, kind of uh, prediction time. So what is your prediction, Rafa? Ah... Uh, if I'm giving being positive, I'm expecting like a three-one, three-two-one win. Yeah. Who scores? Who scores? Who scores? Uh, Kedira. Kedira is scoring. Never, <laughs> of course, he's gonna score. Uh, Cristiano and Dybala. I hope Dybala scores too. But that would be my uh, my favorite. Score. Uh, I, I think we're gonna get a goal. Uh, uh, we're gonna uh, Milan's gonna score a, a goal. But I, I think I'm confident that we can score like two or three goals easily tomorrow. Uh, and that would be my, my positive. Uh, if not, I think we're going to go to uh, suffer all the game like a 0 0 <laughs> and go to penalty kicks or like maybe, always. Yeah, or maybe a, a Cristiano scoring at the last minute uh, in a counter or something like that. Yeah, so I'm going to do something uh, they say reverse psychology. So every time I would pick a game, I would usually, well, especially last, well, the first part of the season, I would always pick us uh, getting scored on all the time. <laughs> and then they would play to like a 1-0 win or a 2-0 win. And it was it would it seemed like it would never work. And actually, Al was picking them correctly from all UV cast. He was getting them like, seemed like every other week he was picking the right score. So I'm going to stick positive. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to go to the final. I think it's going to be 2 nothing. And I think we're just going to come out and just blitz them and just put two goals away and then just, like, sit back for the rest of the game, as always. So I think Dybala and Bentoncourt, I'm hoping to get the goals. And, yeah, hopefully to be in the final. I think there's a prize of, like, seven to nine million has been speculated. So, I mean, that money right now can would do, I mean, not incredible things, but, you know, that, that money helps nonetheless. So, uh yeah, let's hope for that and, uh, <laughs> and see what happens. It's going to be interesting. I'm still, I'm still holding my breath, though. I'm still holding my breath. <laughs> yeah. Also, it, it has been a, a long time without a, a Juve game, so but probably everybody is excited. Uh, but uh, you know, it only if, takes one to go the other way. <laughs> yeah. But if uh, if you have watched like uh, all these uh, Bundesliga games. Uh, uh, those have been weird games. Uh, the players yeah. look so static. Uh, the, uh, it, it shows that they haven't played for a, for a long time. That they haven't uh, have a, like group sessions, uh, training sessions. So let's hope uh, tomorrow we can see a, a good team. But I, I'm not expecting a, 
and and you you have a Champions League winning winning presentation performance tomorrow like that, huh? Yeah, who knows? Let's it get... could just it could be wild and just be like four three. Yeah. Just like everyone's scoring and or who knows because even even the inter game it looked like the players were a little bit off because the fans weren't in the stands. So at the beginning they were just kind of feeling it out. Obviously, then I think things kind of kicked in and I think now we're just going to have to they're gonna to have to get used to it, right? Get used to going through all these yeah. different motions. So um question time. So we had some questions obviously from the great fans on whatsapp and uh someone asked what are the key matchups in tomorrow's lineup and i I think you said it best before but essentially the midfield battle is going to be where it's won and if who's going to make the most mistakes who's going to be able to obviously the 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 passing accuracy is going to be key whoever can string the the most balls together is i think going to win the game so that's it for me and i'm sure the same for you the same for me. Uh, like we said, uh, we're going to have uh, stiff players, probably slow players. Uh, and the one that capitalizes from the rival servers, it's going to be the winner tomorrow. Hopefully, we capitalize better. We have uh, better players to capitalize those, those, those mistakes. So I'm confident about that. Uh, hope uh, we don't make a, a lot of mistakes at the back. Uh, hope Gigi gets them focused, uh, shouting a, a, a lot as he... Yep. used to do yeah that's what i'm expecting and uh, another uh, uh, thing is like uh if we get our our flanks going that it's a big question mark uh probably but i think quadrado has the upside there he he has been better uh, best, better than sandro yep. going forward uh, hope he he keeps uh, that trend and let's hope uh sandro revives uh, at the offensive side he has been great at defensive side but uh he gives nothing up up there so let's hope he he gets uh some nice crosses uh, some action there show show us he is alive and and that we have a, a great uh left back there not not just a a one we all are wanting to sell for Pus valenza right yeah exactly and i think now that he's have two months he's had two months off after getting run into the ground playing almost every game yeah. that we've had, hopefully maybe that uh, is the rest that he needed and we'll see a different Alexandro. Um, how about Pjanic at Regista? Obviously, some people are saying if he's in the lineup tomorrow, um, should he be given another chance? And I think you kind of said it, stated it earlier, but I think, um, yeah, let's see, let's see. I guess he's kind of on his last legs if he yeah. goes or not. I think he's gonna he's gonna be fresh, so he might surprise us. Uh, like I, like I said, he he can show uh, the quality that he showed the first month and a half of this season. But uh, I prefer I go with Benta at the back in front of the defenders, and probably Pjanic at the right side if, if Kedira is isn't starting. But I think Sarri is gonna choose Kedira and probably sub sub him with Pjanic or. So Benta, right. Benta with Pjanic, probably Benta is going to get a yellow card. That is the only <laughs> thing that uh, that I think he needs to fix right away because he gives them uh, so easily. But uh, sometimes uh, those yellow cards are also because he, he, gets, uh, he gets a run because he, he doesn't have any other help. So I, if, if we can fix that uh, and if he, he, he stops giving 
that yellow cut, uh, he's gonna be, he's gonna trap, and I, I have no doubt that he's gonna be one of the uh, greatest uh, in the next years at, at his spot. And also, he can play a lot of places, so that's that's really nice. Yeah, exactly. Kind of two uh, two parted. Last question. Um, obviously, one the first part. What did you think of the special? merch for extraordinary fans that they're supposed to be releasing tonight and obviously what do you think of the dna football pack obviously the ultra boosts that adidas coming out with that are orange and black well uh, everybody <laughs> uh, seems to dislike that the those uh, adidas shoes i really like them man i i think they're nice shoes uh if if we knew that uh, they were gonna make a those uh, sneakers uh, with the colors of the third kit, uh, we we should know that uh, that's gonna be orange, right? Obviously, the, that third kit is horrendous. It's one of the <laughs> most terrible things I, I have seen lately. But I really like the the sneakers. They're they're good looking. Uh, maybe I I will buy them. Uh, and the special merch, uh, I have mixed feelings right there because or the, are they the shoes? What? Or it, or is it the shoes? I don't know. Some people are saying maybe it's the shoes they're dropping tonight. Some people are saying no, it's a Socios T-shirt. I don't I, know. I, I'm, everyone's confused. I don't. I don't think it's the shoes because we've already seen that, right? Yeah, and I agree. It, it, it wouldn't make sense to make uh, all those all these fuss about a uh, 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 special merch if you if you are going to share that with another club. So. Uh, like uh, with uh, uh, Bayern, Manchester, right. uh, Madrid. So I think we're going to see uh, uh, a shirt, uh, a really expensive shirt, probably. <laughs> yeah. But uh, bring, let's see. Yeah. Bring, the let's bring, see. bring the Brinks truck because they're going to be charging probably like 350, 350 euros for that. I'm guessing somewhere in there. They usually know how to uh, price up all that, all that stuff, which is crazy. I mean, the amount of things they come up with, some real look there have been really nice, but yeah, I'm 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 definitely gonna wake up being an addict for all Juve year. And <laughs> sho shoes, the only the only problem I have is I hate how they're calling it this like DNA pack, and it's like when the hell has orange yeah. and black been in our DNA? And if you look at like the other ones, like the Real Madrid one or the Bayern or the Man U. They're kind of like, it makes sense, the coloring they chose. And then you look at the yeah. Arsenal and the Juve one, and it's just like, who was coming up with this stuff? But no, I like Ultra Boost. They're, they're, they're hella comfortable shoes, so I have no problem with that. I just wish, I wish they had done like a black and white one, like for the home kit or something like that. And not just yeah, do I some gimmick for the third jerseys. I, I even be okay with uh, like a... Uh... Blue and yellow, or or even yeah, exactly, no. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but but they, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Adidas kills me sometimes with some of the stuff they've been doing. It's just like why, like why? You look at the you look at the Real Madrid thirds jersey. Looks really oh, those nice. Those are beautiful. Yeah, uh, most you of look the Real at, Madrid kids are great. You look at a whole bunch of clubs like Bayern's third jerseys, like decent. This year, even uh, Man United doesn't really have a bad kit. So it's like, what? Did, I don't know. What, with these new stripes, what did what did you think about the new jersey, or the, obviously the well, jersey that's been rumored? It, it's an upgrade. Uh, if you see the our actual 
uh, jersey. We got the striped black. I I I like it. Uh, I I don't think uh, a lot of people says it's horrible. It's like a, a kid drew it, but I think it's okay. I, I'm okay with all these uh, like uh, new stripes because everybody is complaining like uh, why we don't have stripes. Well, well, we're gonna go back to the Nike. <laughs> Nike era where where we always complain about just having the same stripes every season, the same design, just changing the uh, white in the middle to the black in the middle, stuff like that. Uh, that wasn't I me. I think uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was never me. I can promise you that. I will go back but, there gladly. Yeah, I, I I love those jerseys, but I think it's it's good to experiment or try sure. to do something new. Not not as much as the. The, our actual jersey, but uh, I'm okay with with the new fast tribes uh, that they are trying. I think it's gonna be uh, good looking. Uh, the one that I'm not okay is the third jersey. That's horrible, horrible. Yeah, I'm yeah like see, that. Every, everybody gives me shit. They're like, "Oh, why do you complain? How was it trash?" Blah blah. blah. Guys, let me tell you something. I'm gonna buy them all anyways. I'm yeah, gonna buy the shoes. Of- I'm going to buy the special. I'm going to buy all three jerseys. I'm going to buy the, like, you don't, uh, don't question my loyalty because at the end of the day, I'm spending the money anyways. Like I, I, I love all the merch, like those new jackets, those new black jackets. Uh, those are unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah at, least they got some, at least they got something right. <laughs> yeah, uh, most of our, our training uh, gear is, is pretty exactly. dope, right? Yeah. Those so are I guess really good. We, we know where they spent the money on the design team, spent the money on the training here this year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But anyway, so we'll get into the last segment. Um, something that I'm going to be calling Allo Stadio or a Torino. Um, basically, uh, going over your first time you went to, uh, obviously, to, 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 to Turin or to see uh, Juve at the stadium. And... Uh, yeah, just basically who they played, the atmosphere, whatever you can remember. Well, get it, I, get us, bring us back I'm, to the nostalgia. I'm jinxed about that because I haven't been able to to go to to Torino. Uh, I haven't been at the stadium. Uh, I was planning to make like a a 10 anniversary trip with my wife this year, but uh, COVID oh, uh, no. COVID changed that up. Uh, we wanted to go to Europe or something like that, and I, I was planning to. Is the family and probably going to a game, but uh, it it couldn't it couldn't be. I hope uh, the things are better for next year. Uh, but I'm jinxed with with that team, man, uh, because uh, one time I, I was at the uh, the United States and we're supposed uh, to buy tickets for for a Juve game, yeah. and uh, one of my, uh, my mother-in-law told me that the game was like. Tomorrow, yep. we didn't buy the tickets, uh, and th- then I put on the TV, and the game was showing already. No. So <laughs> we, I was at the city with, uh, with the, uh, when the travels to the U.S., like the summers at the U.S., uh, uh, but we couldn't go to a game because we thought it was uh, uh, at the next day, so we lost that game. Uh, and also, uh, Juve was supposed to come uh, to Monterey, like uh, yeah, three exactly. or four years yeah. yeah, two or three or four years ago, I had t- tickets for the two games, the best tickets you could get for that games. Uh, I spent a fortune because they 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 were uh, pretty expensive, and they canceled the games like two days before the the game because uh, 
I think they, they weren't selling the number of, of games that they were expecting. People oh, really? Here, oh, okay. People here in Monterrey is, is very weird. They can spend lots of money in their teams, but they, they really don't care a lot about uh, international Friendlies. teams. Yeah, yeah they, don't, they don't care. They were saying that uh, they would prefer to pay that kind of money for a game between both uh, Monterrey teams, uh, oh, okay. like Tigres against Monterrey. Than watching them uh, against uh, Juve and uh, and both teams playing against Juve, so I have my tickets. They are at home. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I forgot Tigres was in Monterrey yeah. as well. Yeah, that's I, right. And okay. I I never use my my tickets, so that that's a a must that I have to accomplish in the next two or three years if if all this new normal or all this new travel. Uh, rules uh, led me, but uh, I hope next year at uh, tops to uh, the 22, uh, I'll be there. Uh, I, I even contact Mauricio, uh, so I, I'm planning to be there soon. <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, that seems so unfortunate. Like, uh, wow, yeah, like COVID has been for a lot of people. I've been talking to uh, a lot of people. Were going to the Champions League game. Was was that the game you were thinking of going to the Lyon game, or was it just in general? No, no, it was for the next season because uh, we we were planning to uh, to go like in October, November. Oh, okay, damn. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I gotta th I gotta I gotta throw some holy water on you or something to like get rid of the jinx. Yeah, that was crazy. How. Uh, Yeah, how they just how they just don't want to uh, they don't want to play in front of you. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, hopefully you do get to go and you do get to meet up with uh, Maurizio uh, around Turin, and um, because it's just it was an incredible experience. Obviously, you're gonna meet a whole bunch of Juve fans. The city's an amazing city, um, and uh, yeah, there's just lots to do, which I didn't really realize until. Uh, I started talking to people and yes. uh, it's pretty easy to get around and there's like a whole bunch of museums and it's great. It's awesome. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Hopefully when things, uh, when things pick back up and travels allowed, definitely go there for, uh, yeah, just for, yeah, that's crazy. I feel bad for you, man. I feel bad for you, but, um, <laughs> oh, you, you almost didn't make it the one, the, The one time you went, so Man. I, I remember your story, but uh, you came Honestly. through. <laughs> you and, delivered. Pe and, and, and people and people give me shit for that. They're like, "Oh, well, why did you use Via Gogo?" And I'm like, "I had no choice. Like, what did you want me to do?" <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I was like, I went from being like extremely pissed off that Juve still uses this damn site to being like, "Oh my God, I'm never, I'm not going to be able to see." I don't even know when I'm going to be back here. And I still haven't been back to Italy since that, that trip, right? So it's, yeah, it was like, oh, I, it was a crazy experience. But, you know, thankfully it worked out. And like I said, I hope everyone can go to the stadium and, you know, meet a whole bunch of fans. Obviously, we're meeting on groups like this, but to uh, hang out all in person and cheer for the same team and go to the stadium together and stuff like that, it's, it's definitely a good time. And yeah, uh, yeah Rafa, I, I want to thank you for uh, for coming on. I'm definitely going to be looking to have you on in the future. Obviously, there's there's going to be so many games and previews and post matches that I'm just going to compile a list, and whoever can go on will will go on, and we'll create a schedule. But yeah, no, it's 
thank you very much for coming on. I know you're busy, uh, obviously being a doctor and stuff like that, but uh, thank you for coming on the show. No, but thank you, man. I'm, I was glad to be here. That's uh, my first podcast, so it was good to that with it was with a friend like you, and I hope to be back soon. For sure, for sure. So just closing, guys. Um, obviously, you can reach me personally at Daniel Negro on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to try and start using my, uh, obviously, my podcast channel, Twitter more often just to kind of, uh, you know, keep it more consistent. I kind of have a hard time going back and forth now. So I think I'm just going to try and stick to one. Um, obviously, that's at Juventinita, D-A-L, on Twitter and Instagram. Thankfully, you know, we've been uh, be able to go onto YouTube, obviously, iTunes as well, and Spotify. All those links will be uh, so put out in a tweet. Obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get this out tonight, just so you guys can uh, hear it and right before the game. So uh, keep your eyes out for that. And uh, yeah, guys, I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. Season's gonna be starting <laughs> again. Let's just see. Let's go. Be let's be positive. I'm not gonna be. I'm usually pessimistic, but you know, let's go. Let's go cheer the boys on. And uh, I'm definitely, obviously, like I said, I'll have uh, another great UV fan on tomorrow. Uh, after the game, uh, stay tuned and always, fino alla fine, forza Juventus. Ciao. Ciao.